All right, picture this, okay? The world is back to normal and we can go out and do stuff again. Do you remember that feeling? I'm pretty sure I just dreamed about that last night. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's Get Geekish. Uh, I'm Derek. We got Bino over there. Howdy, howdy. Welcome back. Thanks for thanks for like, hanging out with us and listening. <laughs> we, we appreciate it. It's we, we get to talk to each other and geek out about stuff, but it's fun bringing other people on board with that, too. That's I think that's the main reason we do it is because, I mean, we figured out that other people have the same dreams, desires, geekiness as us. And I think all the world right now is just clamoring for some sort of normalcy to go back out and have fun. Mm-hmm. And so that I guess talking about theme parks because uh, big news uh, was it last month or two months ago Super Nintendo World opened up in Japan and I had heard bits about Super Nintendo Land or Super, whatever they call it and I thought okay this is going to be like a kitschy kind of thing but no no they went above and beyond and you can see just go Google videos and walkthroughs and pictures they made Super Mario Brothers come to life for an entire theme park. There's full-on live Mario Kart racing, statues of Bowser going around, games you can play with apps and things at the park where you're going around collecting things, earning prizes. Like, it looks like it is an absolutely amazing experience that I really want to go. I know. So, what, somebody took, like, a GoPro and went through each, like, part of it, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe not a GoPro, but some kind of camera. They went through and kind of gave you a virtual experience kind of and i mean i wanted to go as it was you know excuse to go to japan one excuse to go to an awesome theme park too but then this i'm just like please if i could go back in time and tell myself as a kid you can live this in real life because like you said it is very interactive mm. and they have no. a lot of things that you can do and i think the app just makes it that's where I feel like theme parks have come a long way in it because Super Nintendo Land is obviously making all you know, all the rounds right now. But the Star Wars Galaxy's Edge opening up as part of Disney, that's on my list. And everything I hear about that is just over the top amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, their locations. I think that was the one that finally took some of these theme parks to the next level of, wait, we could actually just do stuff where everything that we build here can be part of the attraction. It doesn't just have to be a ride. Because yeah, for that, your years, you look at Universal Studios of the past, the 80s and 90s, they had the you know the big tie-ins with pop culture stuff. You had the E.T. ride and the Back to the Future ride and the Jaws ride. And you're immersed in the experience. Like, yeah, it's one ride and you break it down and there's like a minute and a half of stuff where it's part of it. Like, oh, that was cool. Whatever. I waited in line three hours for that. But you go to the Wizarding World, and I'm assuming Super Nintendo Land, everywhere you go, from the food you buy to the seats you sit on to the trash bags you get to the napkins that come with your lunch, it's all, like, immersive. <laughs> mm-hmm. When I think I think you totally nailed it is in the 90s especially, everything was Indiana Jones, the ride, Terminator, the ride, you know? And all it was was, and especially... It, I think it was, and, and I've never been to Disney or Universal Studios, so I don't have too much room to talk, but I've been to Elitch's. <laughs> it's a slight um, step down, I'm just saying. <laughs> slight. Um, anyway, but like with what I could see from a lot of those rides where it was like, you know, a movie themed or whatever, they just took a ride and then 
repurposed it. They just put a different skin on it and was like, hey, this is now the Indiana Jones ride. And you're like, wasn't that just like the log ride a little bit ago? No, it's Indiana Jones. Now it's the Minecraft experience or Minecart experience, you know? Mm-hmm. And then they started getting the 3D where they just put you on the thing and they put a screen in front of you. We experienced that in Vegas, remember? Mm-hmm. Um, for like the M&M thing or whatever, which is kind of fun. Yeah. Whatever. But It's, ki- it's kitschy. Yeah, it's very kitschy. But I mean, then they figured out they could just do that and you're in a little motorized thing and they just have a screen playing. And that's, you know, the 90s was huge about that kind of stuff of like either repurposing rides or just going, no, it's a 3D, 4D experience and like splashing some water on you and going, ha. Ah. Yeah. And it, for the for it. the t- for the tech at the time it was good but it was the tech now is getting close okay. to where the, well it was the best <laughs> tech they had but I'm saying the tech now is close enough to where you're gonna be in those rides and it's it's an, it, I don't want to use this word but I want to say believable because you know like the Harry Potter 3D coaster you know the difference between the real parts and the movie parts it's not like it's oh I can't even tell the difference but it's just close enough to that illusion where you are immersed in it. It feels like you're part of what's going on. It doesn't feel like you're in a plastic roller coaster car with a TV in front of you. It feels like you're flying on a broom over a bridge. Like well, and, and, from, <laughs> and from what I've seen over the like the Star Wars, like the at the the oh god, not Galaxy's Edge in general, but like one of the little experiences that they have there. Mm-hmm. Where you're walking through, and I mean, basically, you're just walking through a room that has a huge screen up on it where it looks realistic. That looks pretty cool, mm-hmm. you know. And then you hop in that little cart, and it's like driving you through. But that's that's the kind of thing that I think all of us '90s kids wanted in theme parks. I mean, you know, Elitch's back in the day didn't really have anything like that. They had the what Twister Two, the wooden roller coaster that was like the main attraction and then they had a few other things and then they brought in the mighty racer mm-hmm. and i remember standing in line for that and then it's over in like 45 seconds and you're like <laughs> i'm gonna get in line again <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> what the heck i just sat in line for two hours okay let's do it again let's do it again so and you've been to disneyland i've been to disneyland and disney world multiple times and like you've you've did you go to? You didn't haven't gone to Harry Potter yet, right? Oh yeah. Oh, you have. Yes, See, I, I can't remember. I've, I've been to we've been to Harry Potter Land in uh, Florida and California twice, or at least Florida twice and California once, something like that. But I I, I was blown away by it, it and it, it's like you said before the difference of theme parks 10 years ago oh we're going to turn this into uh transformers land so we're going to take the ride that's there we'll slap some autobot logos on some stuff we'll paint the cars blue and red and oh yeah sweet it's transformers ride cool get in line here's your money and the new ones have just i mean harry potter land you get to go to the three broomsticks sit down have a a butter beer and then you get to go to Ollivander's wand shop and go pick out a wand and small groups and they pick somebody out that does you know some interaction with one of the staff members there you watch the Durmstrung and Bobotten students do their performances on the stage the choir come up with the singing frogs uh you can use the wands interactive wands to go do magic around different parts of the park you can talk to the train conductor everything there is a photo up there's not one part of the wizarding world of harry Potterland that is not part of a photo op. I mean, the trash cans look like they're straight out of Hogwarts. <laughs> like, 
Well, and, I, and I think that's where I think that's where the future of, for theme parks, especially in I don't know the post-pandemic world, kind of need to go is you know because Universal Studios is, in my opinion, just and again I haven't been, but just from viewing it is one of the worst offenders because in the '90s and early 2000s they were all about like you said slapping some paint on it, and going this is the Transformers right now. Well, let's, let, let's take advantage of that. The Tower yeah. of Terror. That was the Twilight Zone thing. Mm-hmm. They rebranded it, gutted it, changed out some of the interior and in the gift shop, and then changed the story that went along with the ride. Didn't change the ride at all, but it's now the Guardians of the Galaxy Escape instead of the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror. Mm-hmm. It's the exact, almost the exact same ride, just slightly different. Right. Different and pictures remember, and stuff on it. And I think they did that with Indiana Jones in the 90s and turned it into something else or rather something else turned into Indiana Jones. I don't remember. But I just remember friends talking about it. They're like, eh. Mm-hmm. And I think exactly rather than, you know, especially, I mean, especially what there's talks now of like a whole new Marvel world, right? Yeah, that's why I think there's going to be the future of them. That, that's where I was. I, I think I wanted to start off talking about this was all the things that could have their own theme parks. But how many things shouldn't have their own theme parks? Because I think to have an entire world, you have to cross a threshold of multi-generations of popularity before you can even think about having an entire theme park dedicated to your fandom. Honestly, I'm surprised it took this long for Nintendo to get one. Mm -hmm. Because Nintendo's been around since the 80s, you know, and they've been pretty dang popular for quite a while. So I'm pretty surprised it took them this long. And I think they... They went about it the right way, and from what I've seen. But you know, like you said, it has to span generations. You've got Star Wars, which obviously getting backed by Disney helps out quite a bit with that, mm-hmm. and the money that they can throw into that. Because I remember what when when it's Galaxy's Edge when they first opened. I know that it was kind of lackluster. A lot of people were like, "eh," but they've continue to make improvements to it and just keep adding to it and i think i think that's what comes to replay value because when you have these big worlds where everywhere you go can be added to and you just go there and it's not about this particular ride it's about everything that's in it because the ride gets boring the thrill i love thrill rides but after you've gone on a ride a few times the exhilaration the excitement is like oh yeah i've been on that yeah oh yeah i've read that it doesn't bring you back in the doors make you want to go back there right but some of the other stuff that goes into the world does make you want to come back and they can have different themes and things that change onto it and do holidays and things that work together. It's, it's, it's a good way to get you to come back. I mean, I, I've been to Harry Potter land twice and I am dying to go back again. <laughs> but I, th- I think that's one reason why Disney is so popular is because they do the different things. You know, they, they do the different, they have the Halloween, they have the Christmas, they have the Thanksgiving, they have, you know, this, 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 and this. And I think it takes exactly what you said. It's more than the rides because, one, you go and you're like, okay, this is a roller coaster that legit lasts one minute, but we have to stand in line for two and a half hours just to do it. Mm-hmm. Is it worth it? Or how about we just go around, get some photo ops, and yeah, let's go down to the pub, get a get a butter beer, you know, or mm-hmm. let's go to the cantina, get some blue milk, and build our own lightsaber and see what you know, kind of see yeah. what's going on. And there's just so much stuff to do. And I don't think the fact rides that, can bring people anymore. Yeah, the rides are cool, but it's... We, uh, Galaxy's Edge, I'm assuming that way, Harry Potter Land. <laughs> when you're in line for the new big attractions, you're in 
parts of the movie. Like when you're staying in line for uh, the Harry Potter ride, you're literally wandering on Hogwarts Castle. Every time you go to a new room, it's a different room straight out of the movies with all the props around and things going on for it. So it takes that time when you're just standing in line when old school Disney rides, you're just elbowed up with a bunch of stinky, sweaty strangers next to some black chain link fences and... Uh, uh, it, it's boring. You're like, oh, why am I waiting in line? But when you feel like even standing in line, you're ooing and aahing like a kid walking around in Vegas, like eh, it's, it's, it's a good sign. Like, like a kid in Vegas, you mean like an adult in Vegas too? Because we do, I mean, how many times have we been in Vegas and we're still doing the same thing? That is true. It, it's my sensory level. I, I go to I don't go to Vegas for all the reasons other people don't go to Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> for the for the like, lights and the glamour. Yeah, I'm I'm not there to get myself in trouble or find illegal things. I'm just overwhelmed by the lights and the shininess and stuff going on everywhere. Like, wow, look at all this. It's crazy. <laughs> so, I mean, I I think. I think you and I are single-handedly going to save the theme park industry. No, it's not really. But but cuz I'm thinking back to my time going to Elitches or even when you know when we're going to Waterworld. It's and I'm I'm not talking about the movie Waterworld. I'm talking about in Colorado there's a <laughs> Do you, do you remember the few years that Six Flags owned Elitches and they rebranded everything? Yeah. They took all the old Elitches rides and then just slapped some Warner Brothers logos on crap. Mm-hmm. That was awful. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, here's a here's a Bugs Bunny mascot walking around now. Um, but, you know, obviously, you know, each each state kind of has their own little theme parks things, too, because whether there's Anheuser-Busch in some of the southern states, we have Schlitterbahn out here in Texas. Knott's um, Berry Farm. Yeah. But with all these, you're exactly right. When you're standing in line, it's just that guardrail that goes around and around and around, has years and years of gum cake to it. Maybe a new piece, slap of paint, maybe a new coat of paint on there, but you're just standing there mm-hmm. and you get tired of staring at the person back ahead. You're getting bumped. And I think, you know, what, like you said with the Harry Potter thing, and I'm sure they do it at the Galaxy's Edge too, is like putting you in something, giving you something to look at. I mean, even, I don't know. I, I, I've just heard horror stories about people waiting in line at Disney. So yeah. <laughs> I'm glad and, that they're. And the way they design the parks now, they're starting to get the point of like how they put things together of people can be in line and still see parts of performances or shows or something like that. So, oh, yeah, one of these buskers is going to come by every 20 minutes. So every time somebody's been in line for half an hour, they're going to see some entertainment, at least, of something going by. Make it make it worth their while. True. I am jazzed. I was reading about uh, in England, they're apparently a, a BBC theme park coming. And they were going to have attractions based on Doctor Who, Top Gear, and Sherlock. <laughs> so I, I, I question that because Doctor Who is one of the the you know few sci-fi things that is big enough and cross enough generations that they might be able to pull off the theme park thing. But I don't think the Doctor Who audience would be enough to bring people to a theme park because not many little kids are getting to Doctor Who. <laughs> And well, let's be I'm honest, just, theme parks, kids are the driving force behind them. As much as adults love them, kids are the driving force. You must be this tall. No, so I'm trying to think, like, I don't know. I, well, I had, when you said BBC, I just went all stereotypical, like, there's going to be a Downton Abbey, like, tea time type of thing. And they're, oh, here comes the parade of the queen. Hello! You know, because, I mean, you're saying Doctor Who, Top Gear, what are they going to do for Top Gear? Put you in a car and drive real fast? And then Sherlock? I mean, 
See, and, and I feel like it's that that's where the adult me gets this guy because I, I feel like some of these could be amazing when they're a cross between a theme park and almost a museum and an immersive right. experience. Because I don't need to go on a Doctor Who ride, but I would love to go play around inside a TARDIS and, you know, see characters dressed up walking around or go see costumes from the show or, you know. What about doing be, a Sherlock escape room? I feel like that wouldn't be fair. <laughs> like, if you get out in less than an hour, your trip's free or something like that. Right. <laughs> Good luck. Well, and see, that's the thing is, like, so they're talking the Marvel world, which I'm excited about, but are they going to combine that with Disney like they did with Galaxy's Edge? Or are they going to do a whole different compound for that? And how are they going to work the rights to that? Because much like they hose themselves with the movies, if they're trying to build a Marvel theme park, is it going to be part of the Disney theme parks now? Because they've already got a whole wing of Marvel crap in Universal Studios that they've licensed out. Right. With uh, ride, they've got the Hulk roller coaster and a couple of the rides that are themed Marvel characters. And like, how how do they back out of that? Is Universal going to have to sell the rights to that and rename all those things? The Hulk coaster, they'll paint it red, and it'll be the <laughs> something else coaster now. And then I mean. I would love a Marvel world, world worlds, but well, I mean, has, especially it since be, it would have to be the right of, people putting it together. Yeah, you, because Marvel has such a a gamut of the way people have taken it across. Like, have <laughs> you ever have you ever seen like some of the Marvel Universe live shows? They're not great. They're entertaining, but they're nothing like any of the comic book world that nerds right. like me put themselves into and nothing like the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So it's... If you did a whole Marvel world, you almost just be like, which which Marvel are you getting into? <laughs> well, I see. Maybe that's, the, maybe that's the thing, too, is they could do different themes as well. Mm. Um, I don't know. I, li- I like the thought of that. And see, like, I like the thought of Nintendo Land or whatever it's called because they have such a wide catalog of games that they can pull from. Obviously, Mario is the big one that Mm -hmm. they can do, but they can do little different things with Zelda and everything like that. So is this where we're going to start getting other... And this is when it gets to be, is is this too much? Because are we going to get other video game licenses and properties going out there and like, hell, come visit, you know, Halo World and that stuff type of stuff? Or is that just... The the part two is how much money it takes because theme parks take hundreds of millions of dollars put together so to have that kind of backing by the time you get something funded and then built and open up it's not cool anymore because you know, can you can you imagine if you were able to actually go to a blizzard world in the last three or four years that place would be doing gangbusters mm-hmm. but in all honesty if they put that together their blizzard world would be 10 years out from the making and would any of those blizzard games even be popular by then I don't know if they made a Blizzard World like the one from Overwatch. I'd hands down go. I cause mm. I say that every time we play that map. I'm like, I want to go to there. I do too. But <laughs> I, I see, and you know, I think being the '90s kid <laughs> or growing up in the '90s, rather, you and I know that theme parks take a lot of work because we all played Roller Coaster Tycoon, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? <laughs> it's more than just a cool little roller coaster to bring people in. You have to. There's so much to it, and that, and like you said, especially. I mean. Especially with this is why you don't see the Transformers. Well, I guess Transformers is still kind of around the Universal, but like the Terminator or anything like that. And Transformers probably still isn't that popular anymore. Well, this, this is got because Transformers keeps they keep getting licensed for stuff, so they've got the big, huge building 3D ride in Universal Studios. 
But I mean, how if you were, to, I, I'm curious to see how much of a pull that actually has, like how much that gets utilized over everything else. Or the, the difference of it's there getting utilized. People are writing it's there, but how many people are going there for that ride? Right. <laughs> right. I, 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 <laughs> right. And see, I don't know. I mean, I think that's another thing is like where the live performances, like the, you know, the one off stage shows or whatever, like at 4 p.m., you know, Darth Vader's going to dance up here with the Stormtrooper. Like we've all seen that video. You're like, that's fun. And then they do the Stormtrooper parade and whatever. Awesome. I think you've got to have more than just rides and you got to have more than just look at this as a license. And I think that's where Nintendo set the bar high. Harry Potter started it. I think galaxy's edge went a little bit further and I think Nintendo just, and I haven't even been just from everything that I've seen. I think they set it high. Yeah. And I, I feel like they have one thing going from too, is they can have the entire world is based off of the Mario game, which is literally like what? 75 games rolled into one. <laughs> So it's so many things that so many things they can put in there can be overarching and be a part of any Nintendo bit. If you see a question mark block, oh yeah, I'm a Nintendo world, cool. It doesn't matter. It's it, it's part of the world. And some of these other things are like Marvel. As far as the scenery goes, you you've got a little bit of a tough sell unless you put some very very distinct buildings or whatever. But outside of that, trees are trees, cars are right. cars, trash cans are trash cans. They're not different. My hope is if, you know, all the the money and time in the world, if they could do a Marvel world similar to Evermore Park in Utah, Evermore Park we discovered where it's uh, Fanex Salt, Salt Lake, Lake. Yeah. and it is a little, it's not a theme park, but it's a uh, an experience park where you go in, and it's almost like a combination of cosplay and LARP and renaissance fair all kind of put together and every person's working there is dressed up in character and you get to go on little missions it's almost like a little uh rpg game you can get, take quests and go get things done and meet people and take the archery challenge and solve this puzzle and get this to talk to this person so it creates this weird thing where all it is is just people walking around dressed up actors in cosplay and you get to go in and be a part of their world now if you could do that with a marvel world on a grand scale and imagine you could change it because you could go through different storylines or different things are happening with the characters. So when you talk to Loki this week, it's not going to be the same thing as if you talk to Loki next month. And the month after right. that, Loki, you not even be there. It might be somebody else coming there. And this other character is going around and create these like side quests throughout everything. And then it's it's back to the, you don't, the rides aren't the pull. It's just being a part of this experience where you're getting to go hang out with superheroes or watch them do their thing or... <laughs> and maybe maybe that's the next step and because I think I think maybe Nintendo's kind of doing that too they they made it more of an experience park like you said rather than a, I mean yeah it's themed obviously but I think it's more of an experience park because it's not just oh look that's Bowser's castle it's oh look that's Bowser's castle I think we have some missions we can do there mm -hmm. type of thing and maybe that's the route theme parks need to go to you know, because we want to be engaged. I think it's more than just stand, like you said, standing in line. And mm -hmm. you know, at least with Harry Potter, when you're standing in line, there's something to do, something to look at. So maybe that's the route that they need to go, especially since they have all these different, I don't know, genres and stuff that they can pull from. And I mm -hmm. think that's exactly right. Is with the Marvel world, if they make it more of an experience park, and you know, they have some rides in there, or whatever. But if they make it more of an experience park, then I mean, because like what Marvel's been around since. 
the 40s, the 30s, something like that. Mm-hmm. Granted, we don't want to go back that far because the storylines back then were, eh. Um, <laughs> oh, look, but, racism. <laughs> right? But you start in the 80s, start in the 80s, 90s. I mean, there's tons of different routes they can go. And like you said, if they can get the licensing, then why not? Yeah, I think it, I think it'd be a, a great thing because I, I I feel like there's it's there, there's this change coming and like you you were talking about there there's theme parks is this all-encompassing term for everything mm-hmm. but there are thrill ride theme per- parks there are experience theme parks there are like museum like theme parks and they all offer different things and if they kind of just all all those kind of branch out and get bigger and better at what they do rather than trying to mush it all into one because you can't mush it all into one yeah, you can't have museum thrill ride, kids' favorite thing, pop culture phenomenon. Oh yeah, we'll just throw that all in one thing. That's cool. Like it, it just doesn't work. Well, I mean, look at how Six Flags worked, and I, they still do it. And because I, I know, but the you have the Island Kingdom, right? That's the water park part of it mm-hmm. mixed in with the theme park of it. And you either go there for the water park or you go there for the theme park. Rarely do you do both because it's a pain in the butt to switch mm-hmm. so because i don't know i honestly don't know anybody that's done both of them have you i did when i was younger but like my, when i was in high school then high school i got a season pass to elitches mm-hmm. so we were literally there all the time and when you but go did, there but did you cross over in the same day yeah like you okay see but I, I, but I we, o- we only did that because we went on days we, we go like on a tuesday when there's nobody there and it's much easier because when it's crowded it's not even worth it yeah. But when you can go on a day, when you can go to the water park for 20 minutes, eat some lunch, and then go right on four or five rides, go home and be done by two o'clock. It was great. But <laughs> on a crowded Saturday afternoon, no, no way. Not not happening. <laughs> no. I want to go to Super I mean, Mario World now. <laughs> uh, we we got to go. Gotta if anybody go. wants it, to sponsor us on a trip to Japan, I'll I'll do God. I'll do a lot of things to make that happen. <laughs> but I won't do that. <laughs> Um, before we wrap up, is there anything like any license property, whatever that you would want to see, like come to life in their own world? Honestly, I would love to see a Battlestar Galactica one. (laughs) Nerd. No, but imagine the, the interactive, you got the rise in there, but part of the interactive part is you have to try and figure out who the actual Cylons are. Like... (laughs) And, right. the, and and you could have some of those robotic uh, silence come in and just randomly scare the crap out of guests come in. <laughs> well, that's what I'm wondering what they're going to do with the Doctor Who thing. Are they going to have like a area where weeping angels? You don't know which one is <laughs> which one's real. Or? Well, it looks it looks like a couple rides. It looks like they just rebuilt some of the scenes from it. So like oh. they've got a big inside of the TARDIS you can go play around in and things like that. I think they that's it's the BBC one sounds like it's much more of a museum type theme park than it is a thrill ride one gotcha. where it just shows I stuff I, I, haven't, I haven't been or read anything more than like four paragraphs so if I'm wrong go ahead and let me know what it's all about because I I would love to learn about it and maybe go. I, I gotta tell you when you said that the they have the TARDIS room where you can just go around and play in it like I have that pandemic brain of like oh other people are touching stuff I don't want to touch it <laughs> <laughs> who's been theme touching parks, my TARDIS parts right theme parks right now you're just like ooh. Oh yeah, when you're sitting on those those black chain link fences, sitting there leaning back, like, why? How long are we in this line? Yeah. And you're holding yourself, and you look over, and you see the kids, seven people ahead of you, just like 
blowing boogers at their nose and chomping on the on the yep. chains you're like i was gonna say you see that you see the kids huh. sitting there like licking the poles you're like ooh. <laughs> where have my hands been oh man uh yeah. well, well theme parks let us know uh in the comments or go to at get geekish anywhere on social media and uh what theme park is your favorite theme park of all time and what would you want to see yeah, theme park or yeah. If, you, park. if you if you if you get to pick a fandom that got its own world or park, which one would it be? Let us know at Get Geekish. Thanks so much for tuning in, Derek. It's a pleasure as always, sir. And we'll get geekish <laughs> again next week.